Here is my impression of local Dallas Mavericks radio in Dallas, Texas, after the Dallas Mavericks defeat the Toronto Raptors in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Well, I'm as licking out as my satellite and my satellite on top of the TV. I think it was Elon Musk's satellite. It must have broke down, so I had to had to go on the internet and go on to the uh, NBA.com. I was watching the Dallas Mavericks game and it was against the Toronto Dinos up in Toronto, and uh, I just I could feel it. I could feel it in my bones and Dallas. Uh, Lucas starting to start <clears throat> pull out the, the doves and starting to get the magic going and I was like okay I'm starting to get a little heated my my palms starting to get a little sweaty I started to get the goosebumps I'm like oh he's gonna do it he's gonna do it and I was a triple double starting to get a little close and as he was starting to go I was like wow look at this boy he's starting to get that triple double I started taking my clothes off I said I was getting so no. excited I started to take my clothes off I took my pants off and I was like oh he's gonna do it he's gonna do it I started taking my shirt off and my wife walked in said, what are you doing so I'm doing this for Luca. Won't you shut your mouth and go get some more meatloaf, you dumb little twat? <laughs> Welcome back to the Sports Ethos Toronto Raptor Podcast. And I'm your host, Mr. L. Hoopo. And I'm here with A-Rod and Max P. You better play me. And today, well, it's the trio. It's the big three. We're back together once again, and we're going to chop it up like we just got some new fresh yay. And let's go. What's going on, boys? What's up, hey, boys? Hey, hey, no hey. No 50. <laughs> Put your clothes back on. Oh, look, I was going to take my clothes off. It's getting so close. <laughs> yeah, to that, triple <laughs> yeah, well, we need like a, a camera crew and start like filming these skits, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of camera crew, and it was, uh, there was some big lights last night for Luca, with Luca being in town and Kyrie being in town. MVP. Was, yeah, man. Um, Dallas came out with the win, as most know, 136, the Raptors 125. So why don't we uh, why don't we go around the table? It hasn't been just the three of us in a while, so this should be fun. So give me one word, A Rod. Hit me. What what uh, would you come out of this game with? One word. What you got? Daycare. Daycare. Daycare, man. Because mm. I'll tell you what, man. All these guys, they look their age on the court, man. Luca mm. was just toying with these guys, man. man. Like he was a guidance counselor or like just a social worker, whatever the fuck you want to call this guy. But man, I knew the game was over. And it was crazy. I knew the game was over right yeah. when this guy went down the lane, did that behind-the-head pass to Tim Hardaway oh. Oh my God. to the corner when he didn't even yeah, yeah. see him. Like, he yeah, just yeah. knew where he was supposed to be, and the he beat. just dropped yes, it to sir. him, and it was like, nah, this yeah. game's done, man. You can't yes, be sir. doing those kind of shits unless you're, like, supremely confident that you're just going to rock out the whole game, man. Man. You talk about to add to that, yeah, man. Supreme confidence. Alvin Williams said on air. Did you catch that when he said that is he is the greatest passer of all time? And he was naming off Magic, and he said, "No, this guy right here, seeing him in person, courtside, the greatest passer I've ever seen in my life." No, I disagree. I think Joker is a better passer than Luca. He brought up Joker too. Yeah, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I I would still say Chris Paul in his prime. Man, Uh, yeah, Chris Paul in his prime. And, and like you're talking about in their prime, Willis Magic, yeah, yeah. and and nobody, and we're going to talk about second. Chris Paul yeah. might be second, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah El- Elvin just fell in love last night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like when you watch Luca, it's, it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's an event for sure. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the reason I'm throwing out Chris Paul is because I like I'm talking about guys that I've watched live play. Yeah. And, like I seen Chris Paul back in the day when he was on the Hornets, and like that yeah. shit just blew my mind. Craziness. Yeah. He's yeah. the blueprint. He's the blueprint. Yeah. Like, perfect yeah. point guard. You know. Yeah. All right, so we got daycare. What, what do you got, Max? I like that. Daycare. I got um, a measuring stick. 
<laughs> you know, Dallas is now a team that I feel like is good. Yeah. And so when we play Dallas, you know, I expect to lose, and I want to see how well we play. And um, I, we played well. We fought all the, all the way through. And um, you're putting Dallas there, huh? You're putting them at a, yeah. Okay. This this season, um, not at the beginning of the season, but I'd say maybe about twenty games in, I was watching them play, and I was like, you know what? Mm. I think they're uh, I think they're one of those teams this year. I like it. I like it. Uh, mine is uh, well, seeing it was Luca Luca's twenty fifth birthday. I think he was he was eager to get out into the 25. Toronto nightlife at twenty five yes, yes. years old. So I'm gonna say uh, turtlenecks and gold chains because I'm sure he had a <laughs> turtleneck for the cold and the gold chains for the things. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so happy birthday to you, Luka Doncic, and uh, it was a uh, it was a sight to watch last night. I must say. But um, yeah, turtlenecks and gold chains. But I, I do want to I do want to stay in this game for a little bit and uh, just talk about the Raptors here. And I'm, I want to start it off and just by saying that I think Kelly Olynyk. I'm going to say it again. Kelly Olynyk is a perfect fit for this team, and I'm going to continue to say it. Uh, he's not flashy. He's not he's not scoring the ball twenty plus whatever. But this guy is a perfect fit. I I just want to keep saying that, and I'm I'm happy he's on this squad right now. He's shout out to Scarborough. Shout out yeah, to the East End. Just gonna say that East Side Scarborough is in the house. So, what else did you see in this game uh, from both of you uh, that kind of opened your eyes, or maybe at the same time made you want to close them? I'll just touch on a little bit of that. Uh... Kelly Olenek topic there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think he's a good fit. I agree with you for that. Um, mm-hmm. What I do like about him is he genuinely wants to be here. Most yes. guys who are older and are vets will not want to come to a team like this that's clearly in a rebuilding mode yes. with a lot of young guys. But he actually wants to be here. You can tell on the court he's genuinely trying. He's trying to coach these guys. He's looking like he's excited on the bench. Like, yeah. So it's a really, really nice fit to, and really nice sight to see that. So that's really nice. Um, other than that, the Raptors, I mean, they're playing with a little bit more energy. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like the ball rotation is a lot better. The defense is still lacking, but... At least, you know, there's a little bit more of, like, an identity. We're seeing some clear-cut rotations where you're having, like, IQ on the floor at all times as the lead ball handler, or you're getting, like, um, R.J. Barrett coming in or Scotty, like, just playing off of them, too. Mm-hmm. Um, at least there's a little bit more set rotations. It's not just all over the place and just figuring out, like, who's going to be on the court. Yeah. So I, I, it's nice. You know, it's, it's good to see them win the 3-2 because... Hey, pizza uh, yeah, we didn't speak on that. Yeah, yeah. Pizza, they, pizza. They got their pizza. Supposedly, uh, Darko bought Maker's Pizza, so shout out to Maker's oh, Pizza. Oh, man, fuck Maker's. That's just I, awesome. know, I, know, I, know, I know. I don't I even care. Man, you can never get us to, like, you know, no. get sponsored by these guys, man. That shit is so salty. No, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> no it's got to be one night only or uh, north of Brooklyn. That's yeah, in my yeah. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like your take there. What about you, Max? What uh, would you see that you liked or disliked? Whatever. What I saw was um, the team that can figure out a way to score when you're not hitting the three mm. is is going to win a lot of games in, in today's NBA. You know what I mean? Mm. Like if mm. you can if you can uh, b- bottle that up and not sort of let that secret out the bag and and make adjustments when you're not hitting the three. Shoot, if you can find a way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, I agree. Big and, stuff. Uh, Big I, stuff. 
I think I could take from both of you with what I saw, what I enjoyed is the one thing they are fun again to watch. Mm-hmm. This last this last week or two since the All Star since they came back from All Star, right? They are fun to watch again. But before the that, raps. yeah, like they all of a sudden, okay, boom, like the and, and that's <laughs> the thing is people. People don't understand that it's like it takes time to mesh, especially when you have a new team. It was pretty much a brand new team. And, you know, you got to figure out egos. You got to figure out this guy. You got to figure out that guy. You got to, you know, it's it's the same thing outside of the basketball court. You got to figure out your friends and figure out the people around you. So it's just nice to see and it's fun to watch again and, you know, win or lose. uh, The the young guys are starting to get more play, Grady and et cetera. So it's nice. It's it's nice to see. I was just going to say that too, man. We got to give a salute to Grady. Yes. Search up his name on Pornhub. This, this man is—he's on fire right now, man. He is, he is man. He's shooting like 58 percent mm. from three right now. Looking, looking nice, confident. Like, you know what I really like about him though is mm. that he's actually making cuts and reads. Yeah, that doesn't show up on the box score, but like yeah. when you watch him, he's always moving, which is nice. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, right off those screens, he's brushing off these dudes. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, Great shout out indeed. to Grady Dick. Grady D. It's, it's still in need of a nickname, desperately. G. Yeah. Dick. No, I can't. <laughs> no, 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 We can't do it. We can't do it. It's good. Uh, you don't want to be on like a, a pod and then being like, yeah, they caught that G dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and to add to it too, uh, I, I, IQ is looking really nice right now too. Super yeah. confident, flowing. His floaters are starting to drop. It doesn't look so just straight line. All of his shots were just kind of, everything kind of looked a little bit, I don't know. It, it didn't look fluid. And now it's starting to look like he's having more fun out there. He's dancing. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen it. him. Um, talking about making an adjustment to uh playing starters and playing more minutes and mm. um and working his offense adjusting his offense to that yeah um it looks like he's getting more and more comfortable i mean he looks comfortable as a raptor and that's all i really want sort of from iq i feel like next year yeah it's like it's time to go you know what mm. i mean it's time mm. to start criticizing this game criticizing mm. this role but mm-hmm. this year, I feel like he's starting to really get comfortable. Yeah. Like, figuring out how to be a starter, you know? Yeah. Speaking of, 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 of getting comfortable, the, the coffee shop I always talk about with the guys. Hey. Like they, yeah, they're getting, they're getting real comfortable with, with playing the pot in the coffee shop. They're getting real comfortable, like, asking me, like, questions, as you guys know, right? <laughs> so, the, like, it was today I went in there to get my, get my beautiful dark roast coffee and... Uh, I went in there and he was in there. Everybody's like, he was yeah, starting to become a thing, right? So I go in there and I, I go sit down beside uh, Nino's cousin. Never met him before. They call him Susu. I don't know why. They just call him Susu. So I sit down beside Susu. And Susu, I think he's about 40, 40-ish. He's, he's, he's around my age, right? And the thing is with Susu is that I, when I was sitting beside him, when he would move, I would look down at my, my really nice, clean uh, black hoodie there was powder on it. Every time he moved, his he was shaking off. He was shaking off powder because he was so dry. 
He was <clears throat> his skin was so dry, Eesh. and he's yeah he's he's uh, I think he's he's Portuguese at time. And he was just so dry, and it was just getting all over my gildan, just all over the place, right? And I, I was like, I had to keep moving, and it was just flying over. So I said, Hey, like Susu, <laughs> stop moving, man! Like you're you're you're, fl- you're floating these flickers over here. This, you're getting me powdery. He's like, Yeah, I know this is one of my problems. I said, Well, he goes, You you know of anywhere I can get some help for for my problems with my with my powder? And I said, Well. I'll ask the boys. So, boys, uh, you know where uh, Susu can get a little bit of help on the moisturizing? He needs to get moist. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got this fat. What's this fat? <laughs> this fat got all kind, of, all kind of stuff to help with yeah. your uh, issues. Goodness gracious. <laughs> where, where's that fat? He needs to get moist. Like he's, he's got some problems going on. Uh, where's this fat? Supplements. For all your moisturizing needs, Popeyes can help you out. Yes, sir. Susu, if you're listening, just go get some lotion. You can get that from anywhere. You don't have to go to Popeyes. But anyway, take care of that. Take care of that reptile skin, man. Look like a green lizard. All right. So, as you know, that's another. That means it's another edition of this or that. Yes, sir. <clears throat> All right. So Dallas was in town. So uh, I, I, you know, we're gonna keep it in Dallas, and this one's gonna be fun. So here's a here's one we haven't done before. So what I'm gonna do? I, I took two old Dallas Maverick point guards, and I want you to tell me if you were starting a squad, which one of these legendary point guards would you make your starting point guard, and why? Would you have Young J Kid, Young Jason Kid from I believe he's from Oakland, if I'm not. Am I right? He's from he's from I'm, Cali. Yeah, he's from the Bay Area. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, he's from the Bay. So we got Jay Kidd or Steve Nash, Canadian boy. Now keep it out. Ooh. Keep it out of your decision that the fact that you know Canadian boy and he's Canadian, Morgan Canadian, but Steve Nash or Mister Jay Kidd, who likes to have a drink from time to time. So Jay Kidd or. Mr. Steve Nash. We it's, get a, it hey, right. it's a good one, man. Like, yeah, it's, man. It's actually a hard one because mm-hmm. J-Kid was Mr. Triple Double long yep. before anybody was, right? Yep. I mean, with the exception of Magic and probably Oscar. But, um, you know, out of the 90s generation, he was yeah. that guy. He so, was that guy, for literally, sure. But mm-hmm. he, the only thing with J-Kid was he never could shoot very well. I think he was lifelong, like career long, around like forty percent from the field. Definitely mm-hmm. when he was in New Jersey. Yeah, so mm. he was not really uh, incredible at that. Whereas I feel Steve Nash was incredible at pushing the pace, finding guys, building other guys' careers for them, and also being criminally underrated on offense because he didn't actually shoot a lot. He was Good very point. low on like field goal attempts, but his yeah. like efficiency was nuts. You're right. He made so many careers in Phoenix, remember? Like, yeah. all those With guys. Amari, Sean Marion. All like, those boys. I mean, Raja, like, all those guys. Man. I, I, I'm going to have to go with... I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Steve Nash. Ooh, uh, I like it. Order, you know, I, I'm, this is coming from somebody who thinks Steve Nash took two MVPs from Braun and, uh, mm-hmm. and Kobe. Mm-hmm. But um, I do think he was better in his prime. I will have to say that. So you got Steve Nash... It is prime. That's your starting point guard out of these mm-hmm. two two legends, though. Absolute two two legends. All right, so we got Steve Nash uh, on A-Rod's squad. What about you, Max P? Who do you got, Jay Kidd or Steve Nash as your starting point guard for the Max P Steve All-Stars? Nash, 100%. Oh, that was quick. Criminally underrated. Man. Um, those two MVPs did not help his case because he did not deserve them. 
but man, he was just criminally underrated. Um, yeah, complicated legacy, but definitely uh, a hero out here when he took over the Team Canada and really yeah. got that in uh, in order. Would um, you say complicated uh, legacy? Legacy, yeah. That's the where truth. you know, because like people think about those two MVPs and they don't rate it, but they know yeah. Steve Nash is nice. And so mm. it's like, it's weird. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's weird. I agree. All right. Two and he was for... in the West, too. And, and and that was a rough thing he had to overcome with the Lakers in San Antonio. And um, Good point. Yeah. Yeah. The West was, was tough then, too. Unfortunate. No unfortunate that he was going up against all those guys just to get yeah. off the West. Yeah. All right. 2-0 for Nash. For me... For me, I love I love J Kid. Old school J Kid was crazy. Like you said, mm-hmm. Mr. Triple from Double California, before. man. He yeah, was a monster. Yeah. And he was one of the first big time California point guards too, who had mm-hmm. who had a rough side to him too. He was mm-hmm. he was he he was tough. He he could take a hit. He had a lot mm-hmm. of heart, uh, yep. <clears throat> a lot of fight. You could just tell he had that side of him. He he had he had that dog in him. Uh, and Steve Nash, I heard a story, and I and this is this is why I'm gonna make it a sweep, a clean sweep for Steve Nash, and not just because he's Canadian and, and none of that, but I, I talk about heart, and I love heart. I, I I really do judge a lot of basketball players in my mind with the heart that they have and and how much grit they have and soul they have in the game. And Steve Nash, I heard a story that in I believe it was in Phoenix when Quentin Richardson was there. Quentin Richardson, they were trying to hold that team together to make that one more run with D'Antoni at top of the helm. They were gonna make that. Run run to try to do it when they were running that high octane offense and there wasn't enough money ownership wasn't the contracts weren't working out and they were so they were going through negotiations with Quentin Richardson and Quentin says that they were like well we're not going to be able to pay you that so he may have had to go and Steve Nash found out about this you know what Steve Nash said he comes in he goes no 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 take that money off of mine and give it to him Mm. we're keeping Quentin here we're keeping Q Mm. here and so he took the money off of his to give to him, so that he could keep he could keep the squad together. I was like, not only is that a, just a G move, but that is that is what a true leader does, mm-hmm. and that to me is what you want in your point guard. And that that says a lot more than just handing over some money. That says the stuff that's going to be handled in the locker room, the stuff that's going to be handled on the court, the trust, the honest, all of that stuff. And you need that in basketball. So Steve Nash, clean sweep, boom, boom, yeah. Yeah. All right, this next one. And I wasn't even a huge Steve Nash fan, but I heard that story. I was like, man, I like that. All right, next one. This one's going to be funny. So I was going through the old school, you know, old school Dallas Mavericks. And who had the better tuck-in game? Mike Finley. (laughs) (laughs) Still clean out here. Still clean out here. So clean. Who had the better tuck-in game? Mike Finley. Mike Finn or Michael Jordan? Who, who had the better tuck-in game? Mike Finley or Michael Jordan? Who had it tucked in tighter and cleaner? All, all I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say in this yeah. is Michael Jordan belongs with other guys in the NBA who just cannot dress well. This is criminally like underrated in terms of bad dressing. Him, Tim Duncan, (laughs) Mike Finley will still take my vote only because I don't even care about his tucking game. Whenever I see Michael Finley, I always remember, yeah, I like Michael Finley back in the day. But that fucking cartwheel and the dunk off, that that always plays in my head. That was a 
cartwheel of sadness, man. Oh, my man. man just went down and did like a, I don't even know what I that was. About that, that was just like a half leap. That was like <laughs> that that Willy Wonka experience going on on Twitter right now. <laughs> that was rough. That was rough. I forgot about that. So who you, you're saying better tuck Finn, in game though? You going Finn, huh? Yeah, man. man. <laughs> he used to have it so tight. What about Max? Well, who you got? Mike, oh, it's Mike, Mike Jordan, man. Mike. It's Mike Jordan all the way. Ah, all the way. I mean, <laughs> for the youngest that wasn't there, you know, all they know is modern day Mike. That's, that's, that's not a good look. Yeah. But, um, no. stuff, you know, sneakers is dope, though. And the money is looking good. And the business moves are dope. But mm. his fits, nah. Nah. No. Nah. But cigar smoking boss Mike. <laughs> yes. Back yes. in the day with the with the with the ninety style suits in the he yeah, always had his uh, tank top. Yeah, he always had his tank top and his t shirt tucked <laughs> yes. perfect with the for the Nike ad with the shorts and the <laughs> yeah. new sneakers. He always had that tuck right. You yeah. know, Bugs Bunny oh. be there or Spike Lee be there. <laughs> but this tuck game was always just always. right. <laughs> Man, that's so true. He always had it perfect right there. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, nowadays it's it's it's, it's you know, there's no glory in Mike Jordan's fit nowadays. No, no. But back in the day when it was Mike Jordan gambling all night, cigar smoking, baggy suit Jordan. Oh, come on. Baggy Tuck suit game. Jordan, man. <laughs> I saw I saw uh, I saw who was it? I think it was Delon Wright at one or his brother, I can't remember which one it was, but they br- tried to bring back the baggy suit and showed up uh-huh. uh, pre-game in one of those baggy suits. I'm like, that just looks so crazy, you know? It looks so crazy. <laughs> so when crazy. I watch those 90s movies, I'm like, what is all that material? What are you doing? <laughs> like, how did, they st- how did they get all the material from? Like, it's so crazy. It's crazy. Oh, man. All right, so we got one from... Uh, for Jordan and one for Finley, man. You know what's funny is that it just when I saw Mike uh, Michael Jordan, when I saw Jordan with his tucking, I just thought it was just because you know what? He's just a responsible. He's the king. He's just look at. He's just always you know what professional. That's Michael Jordan. Yep. Didn't even <laughs> didn't even look at it like it was something right. So yeah. it didn't seem odd to me. It just seemed yeah, that's Michael Jordan. But when I saw Mike Finley do it, it seemed. I don't know. It just seemed not off, but just I don't know. It just seemed a like little he was bit doing, like he was doing a thing. Yeah, like he was doing a thing. Yeah, so yeah. Was, and he was trying to overdo that thing too. Cause yeah. it's like, like you look know at me. I'm doing the thing. I'm doing yeah, the thing. Look like I'm tucking it in real good. Like 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 I'm going to church and I'm staying at church for the rest of the weekend. Good. You know what I mean? Collection uh, plate clean. Collection. <laughs> collection. Absolutely. So I have to give it to. Uh, Jordan on this one because he made it just like I agree with both of you like his besides the tucking game besides or like his clothing and all that no it was it was it was not a good look but I have to give it to uh, Jordan for the tucking game easily because everything was tucked in it was tucked in perfectly uh, Finley just overdid it <laughs> <laughs> shout right. out to Mike Finley oh, shout out two to Mike du- Finley two though. foot legend Man, look at that hair right there too, man. <laughs> Mike was looking at his hair like, I wish I had some like, of that. I some of that. I cut, I cut it off. <laughs> you see how he's wearing the the jersey with the cut T-shirt underneath the uh, yeah. underneath the tank. Man, yeah, I yeah. used to do that to everything. And you remember the 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 tight the tights under your shorts? Yeah, yeah. So Jordan, you pull them yeah, down. Jordan so came with that. I that's because the shorts that. were too short back then, right? Yep, yep. So you had to do with the tights to give it that length. Pippen yep. used to run with that too. And then the the 
the tensor bandage on the calf. Even yeah, though my calf yeah. didn't hurt, I'd put it on my calf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, right. All right, cool. I didn't tuck in, though, because I, I was like, yeah, this doesn't seem right. No, so, no, I didn't do the nah, tuck, for sure. Nah. All right, so next up, next up, we got a street fight. And uh, this is two, uh, two old-school Dallas Mavericks. We got Eric Dampier in this corner. Big boy. Jesus. Eric Dampier. Damp. This this guy, man, he was a beast. He was a beast. I remember one of the Raptors. Big dude. Big dude. So Eric Dampier versus Chris Kamen. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call him Chris Caveman. Chris Caveman. Yeah, I used to call him. Caveman, <laughs> hey, I've never heard that before. You remember, That's what I used to call him. Yo, man. You remember uh, when, when he was on the Clippers, man? And he had hair? Chris Caveman. Yeah, he was yeah, losing it fast. Yeah. He, he was losing it so quick. fast. <laughs> Because he was in a cave trying to make fires every night. Just making up flint. His hair caught on fire. Okay, so Chris Caveman. Chris Caveman, man, that is so good. Chris Caveman versus Eric Dampier. Who do you got? This is an easy, easy, easy matchup for me, man. Who do you got? Who do you got? Chris Caveman, one million, one billion, one trillion percent. Wow. Look at the confidence, too. Anybody no. that escapes the Clippers from back in the day uh, and still goes on to play basketball, what yeah. a trash you, can fire! Man, you gotta yeah. like, man, you gotta have some Tom Hanks, you know, castaway survival skills, man. <laughs> this man could just survive <laughs> off of anything, man. The Clippers were probably, I think, the worst franchise in all of pro sports during that. They time ruined frame. careers. They yeah, look what they look what it did to his the hair. The only person, the only person that got out was Lamar Odom, but we realized he yeah. never got out. He was a no. he was a mess. Yeah. He was a mess when they traded him for LA. Yeah. You, you remember how hyped they were when they got Darius Miles? Mm-hmm. Darius Miles, his career and, never survived the Clippers. Went, the Clippers yeah. destroyed careers. So destroyed the only careers. thing, miles, the only mm-hmm. person that actually got. Uh, you know, somewhat of a career boost from being on the Clippers was Corey Maggette. Yeah, and I don't know Corey if you remember this. Corey Maggette because, did parlay it a little bit, yes. But yeah. Corey Maggette got that boost not because of the Clippers. He got it because 2K used to run his body image and, like, superimpose all the, the models he that they had for all cut. the players yeah. just to make sure that they look like Corey Maggette. Yeah. Yeah. Corey Maggette. Shout out, so to, uh, yeah. shout out to Bane from uh, Memphis trying to be the new Corey Maggette out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying, man. No, man. Yeah, I remember. Well, Corey Corey Baguette Baguette was huge. Was, he was yeah. huge. He was diesel. Yeah. Well, speaking of diesel, like Chris Kamen was not diesel. Like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a body type of. Uh, he's got a body type of uh, what's his name? Uh, Cherokee Parks mixed in with. Uh, oh no. Uh, oh man, I'm not even gonna do that to Chris Kamen because he, he looks like he could be related to me. <laughs> so, <I'm> gonna... <laughs> so who you said Chris Kamen? Okay, Max P. Who do you got? Eric Dampier or Chris Kamen? Caveman. Chris Caveman. I'm gonna go with Eric Dampier. Yeah, he looks like he'll have like some kind of flashback from some kind of childhood trauma and just rip you in two. You know what I mean? Blackout and just rip you in two. Like what happened? Yeah. You know, <laughs> looking around like what happened? Yeah, he, he looks like he's been in a war. <laughs> yeah, like he came back from Nam. You know I mean? oh, and and, yeah. and yeah. Cayman looks, looks too much like a pothead, man. He looked like a blunt rolling bong smoking. <laughs> He's he not trying to fight nobody. He's yeah. he not trying to fight nobody. No, no. He's looking like Big Lebowski with no hair, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to all the potheads out there. Hey. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's true. He probably is a pothead because when you when it gets that bad, like your hair gets that bad, but you're smoking enough good stuff, you just don't care. <laughs> uh, all right, so we got one one. I gotta break the ties. So Dan Pure or Chris Kamen? Man, I remember watching Chris Kamen. I was like, he he's actually pretty good. Uh, he wasn't too bad, but I was like, he looks crazy to me. Like he just he looked crazy to me. Like he was the craziest looking dude since Popeye Jones to me. Uh, he with just, the bald head and the strands like yeah. going with the comb over, that was crazy, right? Like there. nobody yeah. in the league had that going on. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Dampier was just a tank. He, like I said, he's gonna have PTSD or something. I agree with you on that one, Max. So, um, but 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 I'm gonna go with Chris Kamen, be a Chris Caveman, just because I think he also <laughs> has that that farmer strength underneath there <laughs> he, he looks like again another hay baler who you just yeah, don't understand these guys yeah it's probably like got, a three or four hay ba- <laughs> yeah like he's got steel in his steel in his knuckles when my best friend when he has uh he's been in so many fights hockey fights and fights he's country boy he has no he doesn't have knuckles anymore he's got a mm-hmm. plate a steel plate right here <laughs> so i know he's plate boys. in his hand wow right here yeah right on his knuckles because they're all wow. gone yeah, so that Chris Kamen, I believe, might be from the same cloth. So Chris Kamen for the win. All right, so for shout-outs, I want to shout-out uh, LeBron's stepdad, Delonte West. Oh, <laughs> man, the low blow. No. The low blow. <laughs> but I want I don't want to shout him out for being LeBron's stepdad. I want to shout him out for – we. I, I, I want to take this show to be able here and there to give shouts-out to people who have been in struggles in their life and who have climbed out of those struggles. As we've spoke on before with uh, some previous players, Delonte West is one of them. Delonte hit some real tough times. That mm-hmm. was also because social media was in the mix. It was on video uh, what was going on in this guy's life. So I just want to give a shout-out to Delonte West for hopefully he's going to stay where he's at now because I believe he's playing again in the big three or he's playing again somewhere and he got himself cleaned up and so salute to you delante west for getting yourself cleaned up things are Mm -hmm. things are looking a lot better for you because things look like it was beyond rock bottom for you and i always got to give a shout out to guys who clean themselves up and get themselves together so delante not only did you smash lebron's mom but you also got yourself (laughs) cleaned up so keep on being lebron's stepdaddy and do your thing <laughs> it's rough uh, out here, no man. I mean, he didn't, he didn't yap himself. That's nope. that's 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 a win right there. He didn't shoot up twenty people in a grocery store. That's a win right there. Mm-hmm. So no matter how bad it got, you know, he he kept it together. It was just dope, it, and uh, yeah. So Delonte, good for you, man. I want to give a shout out real quick to the I'd say the greatest Dallas Maverick ever, Dark Nowitzki. I called him Dark. Dark. Uh, <laughs> okay, Dark Nowitzki. What? Dark. Dark Nowitzki. Uh, man, he brought a whole new style to the game. Um, yeah. That that Euro one step, boom, boom, boom. Um, yeah, being yeah. that tall and being able to shoot like that. Man, yeah. Yeah, and winning all these, that all these guys now, you know, launching threes, these seven footers like your chats. And no, they don't understand the, the, the Reggie the way, and yeah, Reggie and, and Dirk were the real 
I'm shooting these threes and I don't care what anybody thinks type cowboys Cold-blooded. back in the day, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that mid-range he had with that fadeaway. Uh, with the one foot? With, with yeah. the one foot, yeah. You can't touch that. It's crazy, crazy. I do love that Luca has that in his toolbox. He does. Just especially because he plays on Dallas. That's It's super cool to see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and one more, one more. I want to give a shout-out to... Uh, I don't want to get his first name right. Uh, Eduardo Nahara. Oh, sure. uh, because he yeah, was yeah. the first Mexican-born drafted in the NBA ever. And okay, okay. I didn't know that. And I didn't so, know that either. Yeah, so big shout-out. And I just remember Nahara. He, he man, that he played so hard. Mm-hmm. He may not fill the stat sheet, but that guy played so hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that, but he was I remember just, him. I remember him. Yep. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Eduardo Nahara for being the first First Mexican. Mexican. Okay. I remember there was a comedian had a great joke about there's no Mexicans in the league. Well, he was dead wrong. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he was talking about like Andre, Andre, Epe, Epe. He was talking about that kind of Mexican. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's to go with that. Uh, he was talking about that type of Mexican. Eh? <laughs> okay, okay. What was that fucking that Disney movie, man, with Speedy Gonzalez, man? Trundale! <laughs> well, yeah, the two guns, man. Tw- tw- oh, something. Sp- Mm, yeah, no, I know. You know what, what I'm talking about, about yeah, man. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. The, with the mouse back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, but, sorry, Antoine, we we don't we don't mean any disrespect. We're no, no, saying, no, man. Yeah. Nah, man. <laughs> shout out to Mexico. Yeah, man. And last shout, out, I want to give a shout out to uh, uh, another Dallas legend is uh, Erica Badu because Erica hey, Badu, hey. my wife and I, our wedding song was Erica Badu, love of my life. Yeah, um, she's my favorite. Yeah, um, as far as um, R&B singers go, she's she's the queen. And she's so creative, and I love that side of her, man. Uh, and Meatloaf also rests hey. for having one of the worst names in music ever. Meatloaf he was like, a legend just before legend, the though. music video era. Man. Just before you had to look pretty, Meatloaf was a legend. Sweating. Just sweating. <laughs> he was doing interviews, sweating. <laughs> and last one, Owen Wilson, uh, uh, another oh, guy who went through some struggles. Didn't know he was from Dallas. <clears throat> uh, he went through his struggles, and he reportedly has cleaned his life together and got it got it right. So shout out to behind, you. Behind Wilson. enemy lines is a classic. Man, yep. Uh, and he's he, he's not even that type of actor. And he pulled off an action classic out of the blue. That yeah. was very impressive. Very, very impressive. What was the movie he was with De Niro? Was it Meet the Paris where he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I whittled this from Beechwood? <laughs> 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 that was so funny, man. He I was, was um, he was, uh, what was he, Cousin Greg in that or something? No, something uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I whittled one, this from some Beechwood. Aww. He was good in the first season of um, Loki, too. Yeah, and, and also great. Wedding Crashers, classic. Wedding, oh of course, God. of course, Wedding Crashers. Come on, man, you know that. That's crazy. Shout crazy out Rachel movie. McAdams, man. What's <laughs> Shout out Rachel McAdams. Yep. Shout out to uh, Eric Watts Five Thousand. If we're talking, since we're in Dallas, uh, one of my yeah. favorite DJs. So, uh, no, what was it? Uh, Swisher House, right? Yeah, I think it was Swisher House. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. Switch House. Yeah, Switch yeah, House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out. Um, all right, so that was another edition of This or That. Brought to you by Popeye's Supplements. Supplements. <laughs> all your moisturizing needs. Yes, All right, yes. so let's go around quickly around, uh, around, let's go around the NBA real quick. I got one note if you guys have any notes 
uh, shout them out. Uh, basically, mine was going to be... Uh, uh, what did I want to talk about? I think it has something to do with just shitting on LeBron, but you guys can... You guys can throw that out there. Is there anything uh, anything you want to chat about that's grabbed your eye? Uh, hey, speaking of shitting on LeBron. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Last, no, last <laughs> night, hey, man. Last night, last night against <laughs> the Clippers, stupid, man. He, he shit on the Clippers and let them know. Yeah, the Clippers are clipping again. The Clippers are clipping again, man. Yes, Look at them Clippers. You know, LeBron, there's some LeBron bullshit where he did that backflip headstand thing man, for man, no reason. New. But, nothing but shout out to LeBron because he dropped like, what, 19 or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta. He, hey, LeBron just he loves, dominated the Clippers, man. He wanted he to loves, let him know. Oh, he dominated all his haters online. It wasn't nothing but no yeah. Clippers, man. That was nice. LeBron, was Max, nice that was watch. LeBron against the world. Max, go, Max, <laughs> go into Max P right now and let LeBron know. Come on, let him know. Let him know. Let him know. Let him know. What you got? What you got? Oh man, uh, LeBron is LeBron's a politician. I mean, but he got his he got his shine last night. He got his shine last night. Yeah. I mean, Sean. Sean, when it don't count, that's that's good. And the Clippers Shine keep on. And the Clippers keep on clipping. You can always count on the Clippers to keep on being the Clippers. I mean, how many wins in a row they get against the Lakers? When everybody comes to a consensus that the Clippers are better than the Lakers, and now you pick. Now you pick a time to lose to to LeBron. And See, this is this is what I wanted to talk about. Rub it in the face of all his haters yes. and say, "Not yet. I'm still here. I'm still. <laughs> what did he say? I'm better than I've ever been. That's what he said. I'm better than I've ever been." Yeah, is non is non defense playing, non running back playing. Hey, listen, I'm not throw I'm, your teammates under the bus and throw a Knicks towel over the Lakers logo. Oh, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give LeBron credit for last night because last night man he was awesome. He was awesome. Clippers are bad. It was a combo of both. He did his thing. He did but his I will thing. say this, man. LeBron did some like absolute kind of fuckery with his son the other week. Where he was, t- where he went online on Twitter, and because um, oh, yeah. because Bronny got pushed to you know twenty twenty five in the mock draft, right? Mm. They're like, he needs another year in school. He's not even a first rounder anymore, or whatever. Mm. And he's like, oh, just let the let the kid play, man. He's he doesn't want nothing. Not, we were not we given, were. you know. Yeah, we were. Exactly. Nobody was saying this man was a first round pick, except you went online yeah. and said yourself that he's better than your teammates and better than guys in the league. Man. Yes, sir. And he said it was yes, laughable. Sir. Now all of a sudden you're like, let him play. Nah, man. Nah, nah. I don't, I don't accept that mostly because, listen, LeVar Le- Ball got a lot of shit when he was mm. saying all this stuff about Lonzo and Jello and, and LaMelo. And people were clowning on LeVar Ball saying how he's a bad dad. I like LeVar Ball better than But the than thing me. is, listen, of- he always boosted his kids and he stuck yes. with it and he took yes. the shit. Yes. That guy, that yes. guy is a definition of a good dad, man. Yeah, Talk maybe his business Talk venture body. wasn't that good, but whatever, man. LeBron, whatever, man. This guy's always talking some crazy shit, then backtracks, and then turns mm. into a liar, man. Mm. So, <laughs> man, that was the best. It's crazy because he's so man. famous, and everybody got nephews and kids and daughters and stuff out here. And the most famous Oof. basketball player does all this, like, bro. Well, we're, we're not we're not in the streets no more. We got to keep it clean. But man, sometimes certain rules and certain things are just the way it is. And 
It's disgusting. It's yeah, so gross. It's, it's so we gotta. Gross. We can't let. We can't let it all go. Wait, what would you say in the? Uh, <laughs> so if we talk about this early, we have a group chat. We have, I've mentioned this before. Marius was like, he probably he's talking about the basketball. <laughs> Marius was like, he probably just wants to play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's we, gotta... we never heard him say he wants to play with his dad. That's what <laughs> no. LeBron said. We never heard him say never. he's better than these Lakers. That's what LeBron he, said. I don't even we don't think know he likes nothing basketball. about this kid. We don't know nothing. He's He's probably got a songbook under his mattress, and the first song at the top says, I hate you, Dad. (laughs) I would not be surprised at all. The kid, we don't even know what his voice sounds like, this kid. (laughs) Every time we start talking about LeBron, we go in, I'm going to put up that picture of you, Max, because we are going in. We are going in. So, all right, everybody, that's enough around the NBA. I got one question before we get out of here. Uh, I, I I thought of a matchup today that uh, man, it would be a close one. So who do you got? If we're talking about the Olympics, the the Olympics, uh, the, the U.S. Uh, Olympic team put out their roster. They got they're hoping Embiid comes in and blah blah blah. So I thought, oh man, the best team ever though was the '92 Dream Team with Chris Mullen and those guys at Stockton, uh, Malone, Jordan, obviously Barkley. Mm-hmm. So I got the '92 mm-hmm. Dream Team versus this Toronto Raptors squad right now. Who do you got? Take some time if you need it. Take some time if you need it. <laughs> Dream Team 92 versus this Raptor squad. Oh, easy, easy, man. We well, still got to roll, man. Yeah, still man. Gotta roll. It's the Raps. The Raps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, man. All right, next up. Next up, we got Golden, uh, Golden State Warriors. The Bay is headed into the Scotiabank Arena. And it's going to be 740 in them. Yes, sir. Yeah, speaking of E40, I, I, I thought about an old episode while I was running <clears throat> where we had E40 versus the Loonies. I don't know why it popped up. And I chose the Loonies. But I, I want to retract that. No, and it I, was the click. It, was, it wasn't just E40. It was. Uh, oh, was it? Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. It was the groups from the Bay. Okay, because yeah. if it was E40, I would retract that and I would go to E40 because an E40 song popped in. Uh, uh, into my uh, in my playlist while I was running. I'm like, yeah, this guy's crazy. He's still mm-hmm. he's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yes, Golden State in Toronto tomorrow night, Friday night under the big lights, 7:30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to see quickly and uh, uh, coming into this one, boys? Uh, a little bit more of the same. I don't care mm-hmm. if they lose anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, on record saying that over and over. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit more fun. A little mm-hmm. bit more of the same. Let's get a little bit more of an identity. Um, mm-hmm. Each guy play the role well. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe see what uh, Abaji's more about. Yes. Because Good point. I do like his energy. Yes. Uh, he's more of a project. And yes, I do think if any team uh, or if any game you're going to play him in, it's probably this game against the Warriors because the Warriors are also playing a lot of young guys too. Mm-hmm. Wiggins is out for a bit. He's got like a little bit personal of a personal reason. thing. Hopefully yeah. he's okay. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, they're playing a lot of young guys. You know, they're playing Podzeminski, they're playing um, Kaminga, Moody. Yeah. Uh, fuck, who else? Uh, Trace Jackson Davis. Um, who looks nice. You know, they're, pl- they're playing a lot of guys. So, you know what? Match him up with guys that are more of his caliber. Let's see what he's all about. Love not it. not so much about, like, let's play him against older teams, right? Because older teams tend to make younger guys look really just kind of, like, sloppy and just erratic right love it so let's let's get him in that game it seems more like a summer league fit love it what about you max uh what, what do you want to see in this one gets golden state i want to see uh i want to see a fight <laughs> that's some some build some team unity 
You want to see know? an actual fight? <laughs> I don't want nobody to get hurt, but yeah, I want to see uh, I want to yeah. see an altercation, build some team unity, some, some team it. morale, some, you know, not it. just some pizza, but some, something else to bring <laughs> us together. Yeah, and yeah. also all the stuff that A-Rod was talking about, like the young guys, hopefully we can find a diamond in the rough mm-hmm. and sell off another OG Ananobi for a good piece in return, you know? Yeah, like we we build these 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 diamonds, and the league just takes them. There's good Raptors all over the league, you know. I, I'm with you, a Rai Abaji. Is he, he, you see something? There's something there. There's something, There's something there, there, bro. Yeah, yeah. And he uh, he, he he's he's a, he plays hard. And too. it's crazy because you just got to see him do a couple of things, and you'd be like, hey, I kind of like this guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. He, he jumps off the screen. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm. Pretty much, I just want them to go in like ninja man and just murder them, <laughs> murder yeah, them. <laughs> the original cold <laughs> front tooth, don't go again, murder them, murder them. Oh man, that's that's where I want to see. That's what I want to see. Shout out to all the yachties. <laughs> there it is. All right, boys, have yourself a good night. And to all you listeners out there, have yourself a good night. And like I've said yes, before, sir. tomorrow night is Friday night. Maybe after the Raptors game, why don't you go take your lady to go out to dance and have a little cheesecake later? That could be a, a nice little touch to the night so that your lady can have a nice start to her weekend. So on that note, boys, have a good night. This was another episode of the Sports Ethos Toronto Raptor Podcast. And the Raptors tomorrow playing the Golden State Warriors. So let's just murder them and leave it at that. If you see that little heart, that means you have to touch it with your finger. Click it. That means like. And if there's a subscribe button, hit that too. That means like even more. Uh, bye bye